I'll be back same place next week. RT8K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top story is there's an enormous voter response for today's district council elections. Carrie Lam refuses to say whether it's a de facto referendum on her leadership. And mainland police dismiss reports a Chinese spy has defected to Australia. There's been a huge early turnout for today's district council elections, seen by many as a referendum on the political crisis that's gripped the city for the past six months. By 11.30 this morning, a million people, or about a quarter of the electorate, had turned out to vote, double the figure for the last district elections in 2015. Alex Price reports. Long queues have formed at many polling stations, with some people saying they've had to wait for more than an hour and a half, but still have yet to vote. Attacks against a few candidates in the run-up have seen the government ordering fully armed riot police to be stationed at polling booths across all 18 districts. But protest forums have urged people to vote and to suspend disruption for the polls, with posts by pro-democracy users and the popular online board LIHKG urging supporters not to jeopardise the election. All 452 seats are being contested this time around, with more than 400,000 new voters eligible to take part. Analysts expect pro-democracy candidates to make gains, but still fall well short of a majority of the positions. The chief executive, Carrie Lam, has refused to be drawn on whether today's elections constitute a de facto confidence vote in her. She was responding to a question after casting her ballot at Raimundi College in Central and Western District. Today's vote is for registered voters to select their preferred candidates who represent their district interests in the 18 district councils. I'm sure each registered voter will take into account all factors uh, in deciding on their choices. Mrs. Lam also appealed to all registered voters to turn out, saying it wasn't easy to organize this year's polls. We are facing an extremely challenging uh, situation in organizing this year's um, uh, elections. But I'm pleased to say that with the concerted efforts of all parties, including, of course, over 30,000 civil servants in many departments working today, we should have a relatively peaceful and calm environment to conduct these elections successfully. Ms. Lai, a teacher who lives in Hong Ham, says it's a welcome sight that more people have come out amid the political unrest. No matter the social matter or the political matter, uh, I think it is a good sign that uh, people will think that ah, they need to come out and vote. And it is the right of the citizen they need to come out to vote. The Electoral Affairs Commission has appealed to the public to be patient as they face long queues. The Commission Chairman Justice Barnabas Fung refuted claims that certain groups, such as the elderly or physically handicapped, are given preference. Everyone has to queue up to enter the polling station and there's no priority or preference to given to anyone. But once uh, a voter has entered the polling station, then the ballot paper issues according to different issuing desks. And the issuing desks are divided according to the um, alphabetical prefix of the ID card. So once um, they have entered the polling station, according to the uh, queuing situation on different ballot issuing desks, some people may get it quicker than the other at that particular time. 
He added that the commission has received 744 complaints so far, with the majority concerning electoral advertisements. Mainland police has dismissed reports that a Chinese spy has defected to Australia with a gold mine of intelligence on Beijing's political interference operations in Hong Kong and overseas, saying he's just a common criminal. Sean Kennedy has more. Shanghai police said on an official social media account that 26-year-old Wang Lichang had been found guilty of automobile import fraud in 2016 and given a suspended 15-month prison sentence by a court in Fujian province. They also said his Chinese passport and Hong Kong resident document were forged. Earlier, newspapers in the Nine Network said Mr Wang had given Australia's counter-espionage agency the identities of Beijing's senior military intelligence officers in Hong Kong and provided details of how they fund and conduct operations in Hong Kong, Taiwan and Australia. Mr Wang said he was personally involved in infiltration and disruption operations in all three territories, including the kidnap of one of five Causeway Bay booksellers taken to the mainland and interrogated on suspicion of selling dissident materials. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. Back locally, an associate professor of the Hang Seng University says today's election will tell the government and the world how people feel about the summer of protests. Speaking on RTHK's letter to Hong Kong, Chan Zikit from the University School of Communication says the polls may not have a huge role in Hong Kong's political system and the current social crisis, but it's still important that the public turn up to vote. A high voting rate in times of social crisis could tell the world that Hong Kong people are willing to resort conflict by election and political system, despite the street fight we see. A successful election in this difficult period can ensure the world that we, the Hong Kongers, are still committing to an internationally recognized way to resolve political deadlock. If we could do our part properly, the government should also do her part and seriously react to the political implication of the election result. The Education Bureau has announced all kindergartens and special schools will resume classes tomorrow. They've been suspended for over a week because of the social unrest. On Wednesday, the Bureau announced the resumption of classes on all primary, secondary and some special schools. Donald Trump's lawyer and close ally Rudy Giuliani has said he isn't afraid of being indicted in connection with the impeachment inquiry into the president. Interviewed by Fox News, Mr. Giuliani hit back at those they, who've accused him of pressing Ukraine to investigate the family of the president's rival, Joe Biden. Mr. Giuliani said his aim was solely to protect Mr. Trump from what he called a conspiracy to frame him. I did the right thing. I, I represented my client in a very, very effective way. I was so effective that I discovered um, a pattern of corruption that the Washington press has been covering up for three or four years. Sport, football, Liverpool continue to look like Premier League champions and waiting in a hard-fought 2-1 victory over Crystal Palace at Selhurst Park. But it wasn't pretty. The BBC's Shurjo Sarkar has more. They won it 2-1. Uh, they were actually uh, lucky not to go behind in the first half because Palace had a goal uh, an effort ruled out through VAR. Sadio Mane did put them ahead in the second half. A scuffed shot went in off both posts. Zaha equalised for Palace. And then you saw a shot of Roberto Firmino there getting a hug from his manager, getting the winner late on. And they keep winning games late on. Liverpool four times in the league this year already, this season, have scored uh, key goals after the 85th minute. Manager Jurgen Klopp said it was another job well done.
interesting game from a tactical point of view. We won it, and I think that's absolutely okay. You cannot um, have to run the boys' head so far if you only win the brilliant games. I liked a lot of the performance, not everything, but I know why some things were not there, and we will work on that. That we see them more often, the good things at least. Meanwhile, Jose Mourinho delivered Tottenham's first away win in the Premier League since January in his first game in charge with a 3-2 win at West Ham, lifting Spurs to sixth place. Son Heung-min, Lucas Moura and Harry Kane got the goals. Mourinho replaced the sanct Mauricio Pochettino on Wednesday but didn't want to take too much credit. It's not about me. It's about the players and it's about the club. Very important. Uh, victory away. Too long without the victory. Um, I think too much pressure on, on the boys also in relation to, to that. It's very important. Three points. We, we have a little jump in in the table and more important than that is for the players to have that smile, for the players to go to the dressing room, away from home, music on, smile on their faces, happiness and that is very, very important. In other games, Manchester City came from behind to beat Chelsea 2-1 and leapfrogged them into third place. Arsenal managed a 2-2 draw against Southampton but needed an equaliser in the 96th minute. Manager Unai Emery is going to be under even more pressure. Leicester City won 2-0 away at Brighton to stay in second place. Norwich beat Everton 2-0 and Burnley beat Watford 3-0 and the Wolves beat Bournemouth 2-1. Cricket wicket-keeper BJ Watling scored a maiden double entry, double century as New Zealand piled on the runs against England on the fourth day of the first test at Mount Maunganui. Mitchell Santner also hit his first century as the pair helped the Kiwis to post a mammoth 615 for nine declared. And a short time ago, England were 38 without loss in their second innings, still trailing by 224 runs. To end the news, our top stories once again. There's an enormous voter response for today's district council elections. Carrie Lamb refuses to say whether it's a de facto referendum on her leadership and mainland police dismiss reports a Chinese spy has defected to Australia. The news from RTHK. This is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new